You're listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Chris and Jana are parents of three, life and business partners who share their personal development techniques so you can grow yourself and grow your marriage. Chris and Jana here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode number 57. Yes, 57. Okay. Guys, today we are going to talk about what we're talking about. Parent shaming. Indirect, indirect, but parent shaming. Indirect, indirect, yes. Mental world of parenting. Yes, for sure. Like, and here's the thing before we get into this topic. If you're anything like us, gosh, you have enough negative mind chatter going on in your own brain. So it really sucks when someone brings something to your attention that's not super constructive or, you know what I mean? I feel like there's a difference between constructive criticism and shaming. Shaming is like, hey, I'm telling you something. You really can't do anything about it. And I'm not even offering you any positive like ways to change this or do better or change my mind. Well, Or shaming you because I just don't agree. Because let's face it, we live in a total world of, I don't agree with you, so you're an absolute idiot and your whole character and soul is terrible because you make a different decision than me. Preach, wife. I'm preaching right now because I'm just sick of the like this or that mentality of you think this way and I don't, so you're terrible. And that happens a lot in parenting. If you look at some of the biggest topics out there that get fought about, it's it's parenting stuff. It's formula versus breastfeed, stay-at-home versus working parent, homeschool versus schooling, vaccination versus anti-vaccination. I mean, these topics are so hot. You go to any mom's group or parent mm-hmm. group and you look at those kinds. I mean, people just attack based on however they feel you should be doing it. Right. Right. And I'm sick of it. We are because, sick of it. So we're going to solve it. Well, because listen, <laughs> if you don't hear anything else – At the end of the day, what we have to realize is I think all of us parents, most of us parents can agree that this is the hardest freaking job ever. If you don't agree, actually, you ain't doing it right. But that's another thing. Get that, babe. You better say that again. If you don't agree (laughs) that parenting is the hardest job, you are not doing it. Boom. And right is relative. But, But I'm serious. So why at the end of the day do we not just realize that we're all trying to do our best for the most part? Like. Yes. It's hard, and at the end of the day, we all probably want the same thing, which is to raise decent, healthy human beings yes. that contribute to the world. You got me over here just shaking my head. You are fired. <laughs> Fire. So, Fire. we're going to tell you a story. Well, so... Oh, the, just kidding. We're not. The po- we're, we're about to, but the point of the episode here is if we can make you feel a little bit better when someone shames you for parenting and different things like that, right? We we were trying to think like, okay, why why do we react well to these things? Because, because we are proud of how we react to when people shame us about stupid stuff, right? Stupid stuff or stuff that, you know, is kind of a bigger deal to us. But anyway, what we want to share with you today is the four questions that we ask ourselves when someone is parent shaming us, right? To... I guess I guess I would say like lighten the blow and like positively react to the person shaming you. Yeah, or to just get over it because right. there's things that like I said indirect parent shaming which people on the internet posting things that talk negatively about you that you know it's a decision you make yourself but 
you know. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Well, we'll get into it, and then I'll go into that. Yes. So, we were directly shamed shamed <laughs> this weekend when we had family in town visiting our newest member of the family. Yes. So, family was in town. Everybody's been coming in and out. Uh, and we were having a good time just kind of hanging out and everything. And, uh, these, these family members also have young kids, uh, they have half the amount of kids as us. So, uh, basically the comment they wanted to make was, Hey, this doesn't seem as hard as you guys let on, um, for it no, to be. No, he said, <laughs> you guys are so dramatic. Those were the words. Yes. You guys are so dramatic when you talk about kids and parenting like we have two kids and it's not hard it yeah it's it's not that hard in fact you guys said the transition from one to two was so hard and and that was the easiest thing for us and I went, okay good they for compared you us to somebody <laughs> said well so-and-so has five kids and like they don't you guys are just dramatic right but but so-and-so has a live-in nanny <laughs> right and so, their kids are older and it's not really applicable but anyway maybe right. we are a little bit bitter but well but we didn't show it Okay. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not here's how we got over it. Okay. All right. So, anyway, there were more comments that were made through that day. There were more comments. Blatantly negative. Right. Not nothing super positive about the kids at all. Right. Right. Just just constant little digs, digs all yeah. day long. Right. So, Jonna ends up getting pretty triggered by this. And you guys probably know this about me by now. If you've been listening, I'm pretty blunt. So, <laughs> I literally tell this family member, hey, you know, this is offensive, the things you're saying. Uh, I want you to know, like, I'm fine, but you pissed her off. So I'm going to go talk to her, right? So I, I walked up the steps. I didn't storm out. I just, I felt yeah. my face getting hot and I began to shake, which told me I was going to start crying and I didn't <laughs> want to do it. Right. I cry when I'm mad. I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm happy. Right. So I went upstairs to just like cool down for a minute and decide how I wanted to react yeah. because in the moment, old me wanted to throw other throw dirt back and say, exactly. well, you're doing this and blah, blah, blah. And like argue about when there's really no comparison because we live completely different lives, completely different lives under different amounts of stress, different amounts of kids, different, different ages, because let's be real. Like if you, if you are, if you're personally shaming somebody for having, for having, for thinking parenting is easier in different ways or whatever, and the kids are different ages and and there's just a different circumstance. You have like everything. There's so many variables that go into parenting and having kids, right? So there's a fundamental difference between having a one-year-old and a four-year-old and a one-year-old and a two-year-old, right? It, I mean, it's massively different. Anyway, we weren't sitting here like playing tit for tat with them. We weren't stroking our ego back by saying, oh, your kid this, your kid that, even though we're thinking all that stuff, honestly, right? But we didn't say it, okay? So the first question in this four question framework that we ask ourselves when we're parent shamed is I went up to John. I was like, babe, let's ask ourselves this. Okay. If these family members lived our lives under the stress we live our lives under, had the amount of kids we had the same age, you know, our exact situation, would they eat their words? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Undoubtedly. Exactly. Yes. So, and at first, you wanted to be like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. And you were upset and you were emotional. And I was like, but wait, seriously, think about this. Would they eat their words? And the answer is absolutely. And so if you ask yourself that question and you're feeling down and frustrated and, and angry and all that stuff, ask yourself that question. And if the answer is yes, they probably would eat their words in the case of living my life 
then that's one point for you, my friend. Well, yeah. Another way to ask it is just, what is their perspective? Do they, do they understand at all what you're going through and how you live? Because all of our heart is relative. When we had two kids, it was hard, but now we have four kids and we're like, well, that wasn't as bad because now our perspective is different. Every, it doesn't mean your heart is less hard. It's just a different hard and you don't know our hard, you know? Oh, oh, but apparently it's not hard for them, but oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. So, okay. So perspective is one. Yes. And I feel like this could relate in a lot of areas of life, but that's one way because I don't know, you just, you see so many people out there saying what people should and shouldn't feel and think, but it's like, what is your perspective? If you lived a life they lived, it, it might be different. Yeah. Now you can either choose to ask this question to yourself first or after you ask the question about would they eat their words, but you ask, listen, what are their intentions? Does this person love us? Does this person care about us? And even if they do, what are their intentions, right? So if their intentions are pure, then this is a good thing. If their intentions are crappy, then you could probably look at it and realize just like when we were kids, the bully is the most insecure. Definitely. Right? So if someone is shaming you or messing with you about something, chances are, there's something in their life that they're highly insecure about and they're trying to affirm that by messing with you. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. I feel like as I feel like the majority of parents have insecurities about their parenting because it's always our first time doing this. Like this is our we're first time parents again. Like this is our first time having four kids. So you're constantly going through your first time going through this. Like you're never really a second time parent right like that's interesting like you go through each stage you're always a new parent in that stage of life in that many kids in that age and whatever so like there's no guide that comes along with this there's not there's plenty of guides out there i guess (laughs) like what to expect but that's laughable because you can't plan that everything's different all everything's different all of every case is different yes right so my point is just that most parents probably have insecurities because none of us ever really know if we're doing it right until our kids grow up and like they turn out decent or not, honestly. Yes. And, and I'll be the first to eat my words because when I was just, when I was just an uncle and I didn't have kids, I was like the most judgmental pre-parent ever. We all are pre-parents, <laughs> but, but I, I mean, like if I saw a kid freaking out in a store, anything like that, which our kids don't freak out in stores. But if I saw a kid freaking out in a store or something like that, um, I'd be like, oh my gosh, my kid will never act like that, right. right? And now, like, even the things that happen in public that our kids may not do, I still look at that person. I just smile at them. I'm like, look, we get know. it. We, we yeah. all have the things that are hard, right? Oh, I've carried oh. – I will say our kids are better in public than they are at home. Honestly, they're yeah, they're they they're better behaved, but but there it's has true. been a handful of times where I've had to carry Lola out like a sack of potatoes, kicking right. and screaming. So, right. like you just, I just smile at parents with grace. Like, look, we've been there. We get it. Oh my well, gosh, you know what? Which is funny. Yes. Um, a, a mom that I follow on social media, she's got a pretty big following. She posted today. She's got two little ones, and she posted today about how she worked in childcare like her whole teenage and adult years get me started on nannying (laughs) and stuff and she said like she's eating so many words right now because she thought she she's like well i've always worked with kids i know exactly what this is gonna be like and now she's like i'm 
totally eating my words having a toddler and a baby because there's no 5.30 p.m. I get to go home and like their whole lives are on my shoulders. Yes, so. man. Let's shame the But again, ninnies. you I'm, don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but again, you don't know until you know. Right. Their perspective is, oh, I take care of kids. I kind of generally get, no, not they think they really get. Right. We have had nanny friends tell us what we should and shouldn't do. Oh, and, my gosh. And how it, it's. Literally, I try to be humble about it, but like I literally just look over their shoulder and like. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, we had I'm one that was so serious. So serious. <laughs> oh, I guess like completely like bossing us and telling us how we were wrong and how her kids, which weren't her kids. She didn't have kids. They were her nanny kids. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm going to get off on a tangent. Right. Well, anyway. So, so the third question. The third question is. The third question is, look, do I look up to this person in this area that they're criticizing me in? Because if I don't, I have no reason to freaking care. So. If someone is criticizing you about your marriage or criticizing you about your parenting or criticizing you about anything around that area, that's just very like, I don't know, just really sensitive. Come on, man. Like you only take advice from people who are where you want to be. True. Now, I do think, though, that parenting advice is a slippery slope, though, because there's so many things that follow fall under the umbrella of parenting. So, like, I think we can take bits and pieces. Like, every parent is going to have their strengths and their weaknesses or, the th- you know what I mean, the things that they're better at than we are and vice versa. So, I think that where we normally take that advice, we can – I don't know. I think it's a slippery slope because – their kids might be better behaved at this or they might have a better handle on this. But a point to be made is that we always talk about because we have four kids and we've like kind of been through this. We always talk about like everybody has their battles, right? So for us, a battle we will fight. Um, Maybe another battle, another parent won't fight. And that's okay. Well, that's what I'm saying is the difference is if somebody has a crappy marriage, like we know they're not happy we're not going to take marriage, any marriage advice from them. Correct. But parenting advice, I'm saying, is a little more fluid, a little more gray area because yes. well, there's be- a lot of different stages. Because there's elements of parenting. So That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So, for instance, if there's a parent who's super soft on their kids and they're trying to tell me discipline advice, I'm like, eh. Right. But if, there, if there's a parent who I really look up to because they're very, they're very you know, patient and they give their, their kids a lot of time and stuff, I'm listening. Right. Right. Or if there's a parent who their kids are just like super good listeners. Right. Like we're going to. how to do that. <laughs> right. But yeah. So that's what I mean. So, but still look up to them. Do we look up to them and in general? Yeah. Are they even parents? <laughs> are they even parents would probably be the first <laughs> good sub question to start with. And then, yeah, really, truly realize like, okay, we'll do a quick recap of these three before we get to the fourth. So the first one is, the perspective question is, well, hang on a second. This person was in my shoes. Would they eat their words? Yes or no? Eh, probably. Okay. I shouldn't feel so bad, right? Because they really don't know what they're talking about. Second is, what are the person's intentions? And if their intentions are not pure, they're probably insecure about their own crap. And they're just trying to affirm some level of good in their lives, which is fine, but at at our expense. And the third. Wait, I want to add something to intentions too, because... Something that may come across as parent shaming because it is such a sensitive subject um, could actually be a safety concern. So if if somebody, True. if their intention is to tell you something and educate you in something regarding your child's safety, 
that's something you should listen to, even if they come across wrong. Like, for instance, car seats. I am so stressed about sometimes seeing pictures of kids in car seats and they're not buckled properly because it's such a safety concern. Right, when the chest clip's too low. Like yeah, the chest clip button. has to yeah. be on the chest. It has to be on the chest. It's in the, And a lot of times it's not. The shoulder straps have to be a certain height, yada, yada. So somebody could tell a parent like, hey, your kid's not buckled, right? And they could say it in a multitude of ways, obviously. And the parent may take that as criticism or shaming or be prideful. Yes. And somebody might say it like a jerk too, like, hey, idiot, like you're going to hurt your kid. But but still look at the intention and maybe look into like, oh, crap, like maybe I didn't know how to buckle my kid in the car seat and their intention was to keep my kid safe. Right. So, well, I guess a or to still be a jerk, but right. <laughs> their yeah. their intention may have been to be a jerk, but then you wonder, like, yeah, but is there some truth to this? Right. Because yeah, if it's gonna put my kid at risk, okay, we should talk about this. Right. We should still put our pride aside because right. we all can agree, I think, that we don't have parenting figured out. So no. regardless, I would look at the intention and the I guess idea behind what they're saying if it concerns safety. Definitely. Yeah. So you said perspective, intention. Third one is? Third one is do we look up to them in the area that they are criticizing us in? Yes. If they're criticizing us in parenting or in marriage or whatever, like do we really need to take advice from them? Probably not, right? So basically what you're doing is you're taking something that could feel so attacking and you're like, wait a second, this is actually really stupid. Why do I care? And the reason you shouldn't care is the last question. And the last one is, what's our truth? So uh, the topics I talked about earlier that most people are the most critical and judgy on in parenting are the hot topics. But the truth comes in is, what's our truth? Did me and my husband make this decision, an educated decision, what we feel is best for our children? And we feel so confident in this truth that is best for our family that it doesn't matter what the negative people are saying. So for example, I don't know, for example, we felt really called to homeschool, which is shocking because I never, right before COVID, right before COVID yeah. it was really weird. I randomly felt like, wait, 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 right before C-19 hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't say COVID. C-19. Spotify will take us off. Right before the <laughs> big thing hit. The big virus. Um. I really randomly started feeling like this push to look into alternate forms of schooling rather than just public school. And it was really weird and really random. You can ask Chris. He was shocked because I've never in my life wanted to be a homeschooler. I thought I've always said you definitely would not. I used to say, like, please don't make me homeschool because Chris used to say he wanted us to do like private schooling or something. Very weird how it happens. I 100 percent. We believe it was a total God thing the way we moved into it. We actually pulled Lola from public school before all this started. Literally like March 1st. It was, yeah. Wasn't I mean, it? well, she had the flu in February, so she had already been out. And that's when we started feeling like this mm-hmm. weird pull. And I did all this research. And anyways, we prayed about it. And we really felt it was best for our family. But it's a hot topic. It's something that's still not. I mean, I think it's a lot more widely accepted now than when I was younger, especially now with the the big thing. Now there's a lot of people switching to homeschool, but I was afraid to tell people at first because I know that it can be frowned upon. And, and we know we have teacher friends and just people who may not agree or get it. But 
the point in telling you that is Chris and I know that at least for right now, this is what's best for our family and it's our truth. So the people who make fun of it and stuff like I can let that roll off my shoulders instead of having my feelings hurt or feeling guilty or like not trusting ourselves because that is our truth and what we feel is best for our family. So yeah, I can let go of that criticism. And let's get vulnerable about this one. No. Cause yeah, let's do it. I don't want to, but we should. Okay. okay. So some people would look at us and be like, wait, you guys are healthy. You guys, you guys, uh, you know, folk, you guys put an emphasis on like the health of your family and all that stuff. Okay, cool. Got it. So they're like, why do you guys not breastfeed? People ask Jonna, like, wait, are you breastfeeding? Are you not? And like, sometimes you'll get, obviously that's like a really big, a really big question for people. Well, which it's so rude actually to just ask people. I don't like, especially if it's not a friend or family member, I've had strangers like, well, you're breastfeeding. Old people always. So you're breastfeeding, right? I'm like, Susan, I just met you. Like, why are you asking (laughs) me about my, how I feed my child? Exactly. Like, Listen, Karen, when was the last time you took a dump? Like, right, like it's, it like, is, it's a personal, I mean, some people, some people don't think that it's super personal and like, whatever, we're, we all have our things, right. but go ahead. Right. Well, the point is you could look at Jana and you could be like, well, that's just selfish of her. She, she should realize like her baby needs that and blah, 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 all of these different things. Right. But I bet you couldn't guess. I bet you could not guess why we have decided collectively it's not in our best interest as a couple. It's not in John's best interest, her mental health, all of those things. It's not in her best interest to breastfeed any of our kids. I bet nobody could guess. Wait, do I actually have to tell them? Yeah, I want I want you to say it because here's the thing. Again, we're being vulnerable. You're not the only person in the world that feels like this, no. right? And some people will be like, wait, that's weird. But guess what? You can't argue with feelings and how someone has associated something. Well, there's a few reasons There's a few reasons. I think that breastfeeding is something that you have to really want to do to be successful at. And I think any of my breastfeeding moms will tell you like it's freaking hard and you, they really, really always wanted to breastfeed their child and that's how they were successful at it. And some of them who really wanted to still weren't successful at it because of how hard it is. Um, So I, for some reason, never had that desire and not that it, I think for a few different reasons, Um, if you've heard any of our earlier podcasts, I have experienced sexual trauma and I know the breastfeeding community is like, well, breasts are, you know, they're for, they're for feeding babies. They're not sexual. They, they, they feel sexual to me. Not that I think breastfeeding is sexual, but there's something about it for me that I've always been anxious about even trying. And I don't know. I'm hoping there's somebody out there who gets what I'm saying so that it sounds so weird. I feel like when I say it out loud and that's why I just usually keep my mouth shut about it. Fine. And if anything, you're like, Hey, go you mom. If you can breastfeed, like you don't judge anybody for that. You're like, absolutely absolutely not. That's amazing. My, but no one would guess that my closest friends all breastfeed. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody would guess nobody that. would guess that's and why so that's a conversation we had because truly, do we believe formula feeding or breastfeeding is probably more nutritious and better for our baby? Yeah, okay. Breastfeeding is probably very, very likely, like digestive enzymes, all these natural things you're getting from mom, very likely much healthier. But not much health. I mean, all of our kids are very healthy. No, no, no. no. All of our kids are They've healthy. They've always told me that. Yeah. They've always told me that you cannot tell the difference in a breastfed versus a formula-fed baby. 
I haven't done enough research on it. it. It would make sense to me that it would probably be more healthy. But again, we're not like, we're not saying, oh, it's well, bad for someone not to. It's just. Here's the thing. What? With some of our kids, not anymore, but with some of our kids, it's not just the trauma. It's the fact that I've also gone through postpartum depression and anxiety, which stressed me out really bad. And then having our kids back to back to back, I actually also don't think I truly produce because I did try pumping a couple of times and it stressed me out really bad. And and you can say there are people who'd say, well, like that's selfish. You should figure it right. out right? and whatever. But, but my mental health, my mental health told right. me I'm not this isn't what's best for our family. And so I've made the decision. I've never actually tried physically to breastfeed. And I know that's something that some people will get super angry about, but here's people will probably send us something or comment. Well, here's the thing. Who cares? But here's the thing. I, what, like you said, one, I know I'm not the only mom. There's some people who just don't want to, and we don't, we don't have to. There's other ways that I, I'm obviously not selfish with our kids. So I I don't need to make that argument, but Fed, I do believe fed is best and you have to, everybody always wants to say, put the kids first. But like if, if just the whole point in our show, if I'm not okay, I'm not going to be best for our kids. Right. And there's, and there are a lot more people to take care of than just this one baby right now. Right. We still have young right. kids that need you and desire your attention. And then, and then like anything I can do to help and all that stuff. And yeah. So Chris can yeah. feed the baby sometimes. Right. Because- it is easier for us to feed all of the kids with you know, okay, I can feed him every once in a while. Well, not once in a while. I I can feed him consistently, right? We can take turns on things, all that stuff. Anyway, all that to say, we could ask the question, listen, if you're in our exact spot, the exact stress, the exact past trauma, all of these different things that Jonna is feeling, would you eat your words in judging us for breastfeeding? Boom. Probably. So you feel a little better about it. Yeah. The other point I want to make too, I think that's part of the reason I get so fired up on people who make the this or that judgments, like, because we aren't really a this or that family. Like we are much more holistically minded, like natural minded when it comes to health, but, but we formula feed. And so most like I'm in a crunchy mom's, um, Facebook formula though, to be real. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in a crunchy mom's Facebook group and like the stuff they say about formula feeding moms. Cause they just assume, well, if you feed your kids organic and you are more healthy, health minded, then you definitely don't formula feed. You know what I mean? Like it's always like a, this or that mentality. Well, if you co-sleep and, or you baby wear, then you definitely don't put your kid in a stroller or, right. or detach from them ever. Like, I don't know. I'm just so sick right. of that and, this or that mentality. Yes. And to be honest, it's like, okay, well, what's what's quite interesting about this is you could probably take someone who says, okay, cool, you should be breastfeeding. It's terrible for your baby to do formula. But then like when the kid grows up, it's like, yeah, cool, McDonald's, fruit roll-ups, whatever you want. It's like, well, oh, come on. I mean, at some level, everyone has their things and the battles they want to fight. And so again, like you said, we're, not- we are not judging anybody for the decisions they make. We all have our own truths. We all know the cumulative stress we are under as parents uh, in every way, shape, or form, our marriage, parenting, everything. We make the best decision we can make looking forward with a long-term focus. And that's what we do, right? Everybody has the right intentions when you make a decision. Pretty much you have the right intentions. So the whole point in the whole parent shaming thing we can shame each other on anything like oh well i feed my kids better i do this i do that my kids who cares right who cares we all choose our battles but if someone comes at you like 
this person came at us this week. I think we were proud how we ultimately handled it because we were able to be like, okay, here's the questions we're asking ourselves. And the answer is all these favor the decisions we have made. And so we know our truths. We know, eh, probably don't look up to you in this area. We know mm, your intentions probably aren't good. You're probably being a bully. And ultimately, yeah, you eat your words if you live our lives. So peace. You don't know what you don't know. You don't. It's true. So hopefully that helps you guys um, think of those four questions. Yeah. And if anybody's parents shaming you, just tell them to shove it. Right. No, seriously, though. We're all doing the best we can do. And I think that's just important to keep in mind for our own mental health, too, because it's there are times, even though I know these things, there are times if I get lost in social media world where things do start to trigger me and start to make me feel guilty. I can't tell you how many times I start to question, even though I know that this is the right decision for us. I start to question when I see those posts about breast is best that I start to be like, crap, like, am I being selfish? Did I do the wrong thing? So like, dude, we have talked about it. Maybe so much every pregnant, 20, every time. probably 20 times with each baby. I know. So I think the bonus here is remove those things from your feed. If they are triggering, triggering those guilty feelings, if you've, you and your spouse have already made yeah. these decisions and, and you know, that's another way to not let parent shaming get to you is stop following those groups, pull yourself out of them, the people and away from the people who are directly being. Yeah, for powerful. sure. And the other side of the coin, which we didn't talk a whole lot about in this episode, we're probably good to whole have yeah, We could probably do a whole episode on is there are those parents who um, are not doing the best they can. And there are things that they know they should be doing better on, but they're far, far too proud to put themselves in a position to, make a different choice because the things we are we are worried about other people are are worried about become safety concerns health concerns long term future concerns all that stuff and those things should be addressed like we said well and i guess that's when it comes down to when you look at the person's intention and if they care about your family and stuff. So yeah, we're not saying just tell people to shove it if they're shaming you. Right. I mean, don't. Well, no, no. Shaming's different, right? Shaming and constructive criticism exactly. are different. But you can, but again, it's such a sensitive subject that you could take something that is meant to help you and take it as being shamed because you already carry the guilt and concern and the insecurity. So yes. And chances are, the person who comes to you or me or Jana and says, hey, like, I'm concerned about this. Maybe try this. Usually someone who, who's coming with you with, with a solution-driven mindset cares, right? If yeah. they come to you like, hey, you should probably fix this problem. It doesn't look good. Like, well, you're, you're already lazy to bring that to my point without coming to, to me with a solution because you know this is hard to hear. Actually, that's a good, that's a really good point. I would assume if somebody is getting ballsy enough to come to you to discuss anything parenting, because it is so sensitive and so tough, maybe before you get upset, like think about their intention thing. Are they looking out for me? Do these people care about me? Because that's a lot different. Yeah, definitely. So cool. So we'll get down off our soapbox. <laughs> The parent shaming episode is coming to a close. Close us out, Jonna. Well, as usual, if this episode brought you value, go ahead and go share it with some parents. Share it with your parent group. Lord knows the mom groups are the ones that are the worst for <laughs> judging. Right. Don't forget to, that you can buy us a coffee now, too. Oh, Chris. that's right. I know. I keep throwing it on you yeah, last minute. Do you want to tell them this time? How? 
I'll tell him again. Sure. So yeah, if you guys like what you hear, if you're enjoying the episodes, all that good stuff, and you want to be a part of um, kind of helping us with the production costs on a monthly basis, you can go to buy me a coffee. Was it www.buymeacoffee slash gygym? Buymeacoffee.com Buymeacoffee.com slash gygym. And, you know, there's just some options to help out with that. Nothing too big. Just popped it on there. So that's what's up. Um, Thanks, guys. Have a good one.